It's that time of the week. Let's get to our Big 12 football picks against the spread. As we head into week five, I'm Pete Mundo, Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com, your independent Big 12 digital media outlet. It is uh, great to be here with you as always as we roll through what is going to be another exciting week of games. It's all conference play, baby. We've made it. And we are so excited for it. All right, let's get to it. Let's just take these games in order. Let's start with uh, TCU taking on Oklahoma. This game will be in Fort Worth. And in this game, I am going to roll with TCU plus seven. I know it's six and a half in some places. If you have to, buy the half a point. Here's the thing about Oklahoma. I know you might say, hey, Oklahoma's coming off a loss. They're going to be fired up. There's a lot that I saw from Dylan Gabriel that I didn't love last week, and maybe it's just a one-off. Maybe that's it. But Dylan Gabriel is taking a big step up in competition. Oklahoma has lost, we know, a lot of talent. Transfer portal, everything else that happened over the last offseason. And I've been saying for months since Lincoln Riley left, the idea that OU is going to pick up where it left off with this offense is just an unreasonable expectation. So I'm looking at this game, and I'm saying, okay, uh, TCU comes in with a quarterback who's played far more games of the Big 12 than Max Duggan. They're at home. Kendra Miller's been one of the best running backs in the Big 12 through the first month of the season. He's been very impressive. And I get a TCU defense that is strong, especially on the back end, to take advantage of a potential mistake, a big mistake by Dylan Gabriel. And, oh, did I mention the Horn Frogs are at home? And on top of that, Every single team in this league will be extra motivated to play OU in Texas because they don't know if this is the last year that they're going to play that team. Now, we know that OU in Texas not leaving next year for the Big Twelve or for the SEC because uh, the SEC schedule came out. OU in Texas were not in it. Now, anything can happen. Anything can change. But either way, what is pretty evident to me is that the motivation that is always there for teams that play OU in Texas will be extra there for teams that play OU in Texas. So I'm looking at all that based on what I saw of OU last week as well, what we've seen from TCU and what we saw against SMU. And I'm going to say TCU can cover the seven-point spread. Buy the half a point if you have to, just to be safe. But I'm taking the home underdog plus seven points on Saturday in Fort Worth. Next up, Iowa State goes to KU. Yes, the Jayhawks. The Jayhawks, who are 4-0. Iowa State comes in off the loss to Baylor last week. If I'm getting another home dog in this game, I am taking it. I'm taking Jalen Daniels as a three-point underdog at home against the Iowa State Cyclones. You know, I look at a couple of things here. Uh, First off, Iowa State has not gotten to the quarterback very well. They are second to last in the Big 12 in sacks thus far this season with only seven sacks in four games. Kansas has done the best in not giving up any sacks. You know, Jalen Daniels has only been sacked once in four games. So how is he going to do against an Iowa State team that really hasn't done a great job in getting to the quarterback? They could have an absolute field day. Daniels could have an absolute field day on Saturday. And I'm looking at this and I'm saying, okay, KU is going to put up points. Uh, I'm getting the the more experienced quarterback 
who I believe to be the better quarterback this year as well in Jalen Daniels over a first-year quarterback in Hunter Deckers at home in front of a, a packed David Booth Stadium with a fan base that hasn't sniffed anything like this in over a decade. And um, on top of that, Iowa State's coming off a loss. I know a tough loss, and you know we can talk all day about the officiating and whatnot, but either way, I'm getting that scenario. I'm taking Kansas. I'm taking the points at home, and I'm going KU plus three in that game. Next up, we've got... What do we have here? K-State, Texas Tech, the ESPN Plus game of the week. The two teams coming off of huge wins last week. K-State and Texas Tech. This one uh, is going to be a fun one because I don't know what to expect from either of these two teams in this game, both coming off of huge wins. But what concerns me right now about Kansas State is that as, as good as they looked last week, when you look at the overall numbers as well, uh, Kansas State leads the Big 12 in rushing yards per game. They're also second to last, second to last in rushing yards allowed per game. That concerns me. Offensive efficiency. You want an advanced metric. Kansas State is last in the Big 12 in offensive efficiency. That's concerning in this game. So I think this is the hardest game in the pick of the week from the spread perspective. Kansas State's favored by a touchdown. If I were to set this line, sometimes I just go with a gut pick. Where if I were to set the line blindly, I would say K-State by three to five points. I'm getting seven and a half with Texas Tech. Seven and a half. I know Tech's on the road. But, man, I'll tell you what. The defense has exceeded expectations. If Donovan Smith takes care of the ball, which he's going to have to do because K-State leads the league with seven interceptions in four games, if he takes care of the ball and they keep it on the ground, and they're able to keep this game close against a K-State team that, yes, is coming off a huge win, but has not been the most efficient on the offensive side of the ball, uh, they can keep this thing close and possibly pull off a win. So I'm going to take Texas Tech plus 7.5 in this game. Next up, let's do a Baylor-Oklahoma State, a rematch of the Big 12 championship game from a year ago. This game is in Waco, and Here's what this comes down to to me. Mike Gundy's not great off a of bye. Looked it up the other day. He's 12-7 and seven off bye weeks. Good. Not great. Not outstanding. Baylor's coming off that road win against Iowa State. Hard-fought win on the road. Uh, up in Ames, of course, last week. I, I like Baylor at home in this game. Baylor's the more proven team. They played a much tougher schedule thus far. BYU on the road. Iowa State on the road. Oklahoma State's non-conference looks softer by the week. I know they had a week to rest up, but I worry about this Oklahoma State secondary going up against Blake Shapin and uh, the offensive weapons in the passing game that Baylor has at home on Saturday. So I like Baylor. I think it'll be a high-scoring game, and I think the Bears win by more than a field goal. I'll take Baylor minus 2.5 on Saturday at home against Oklahoma State. Last but not least, Texas is back home after a tough loss against West Virginia. Mountaineers coming off that big victory at Virginia Tech. Boyd and Neil Brown need that one last week. Got a little more time off. Meantime, Texas Tech, road game at Tech. They lose it in overtime. And I just don't think, here's the thing for me about this game. I don't believe that anybody in the Big 12 should be a double-digit favorite over anybody else at this point in time based on what this league is right now, how deep it is, and what it brings to the table. I, I'm i not seeing it. 
by any stretch of the imagination. The Texas defense is concerning to me. West Virginia has a very nice one-two punch in JT Daniels and C.J. Donaldson in the running game. So I I am not going to sit here and say that Texas should be a 10-point favorite. That's too big a number. Every game for Neil Brown is a hot seat game. If he goes on the road and beats West Virginia, uh, excuse me, beats Texas, uh, that's a huge feather in his cap. So I'm going to say West Virginia plus 10. So once again, I got TCU plus 7 at OU or against OU. Next up, Kansas plus 3 at home against Iowa State. Texas Tech plus 7.5 against uh, K-State. West Virginia plus 10 against Texas. And Baylor minus 2.5 against Oklahoma State. There you go. There you go. Uh, We got plenty more to get to here on the show today, and uh, we'll tell you just how stacked the Big 12 is based on the data coming up here on heartlandcollegesports.com. But first off, if you haven't yet on the podcast, uh, please leave a rating and a review on this show. It's a small way to help the show. It'll take you 30 seconds. Subscribe, rate, review. The show is growing every week because of you, and uh, it's just my small way of saying thank you. Sending you that Heartland College Sports koozie, And all you have to do to get it is rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Send me a screenshot of your rating and review on iTunes to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. So appreciate you guys doing that and uh, being a part of it. And that's why we're giving out the koozies. I got, you know, a box of a couple hundred at home that we're always sending out every single week. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And speaking of podcasts, um, we have team-by-team podcasts that we have launched on the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. We have uh, a Kansas State podcast. We have a KU podcast. We have a Texas podcast. We have uh, a Bedlam podcast that covers OU and Oklahoma State. We have a Texas Tech podcast. So we're working on filling out all the teams. Um, If you know of folks interested, tell them to reach out to me. Pete Mundo at heartlandcollegesports.com. Got to be good. Got to have some experience. Some. That's important. Um, you know, now we'll work with you. I'll work with you, but you got to have a little bit or you just got to prove to me you're really good, which is fine as well. Send me a demo and uh, we'll go from there. But I hope you'll check out our team shows as well. Just search Heartland College Sports in uh, wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to our team by team shows. Our guys are doing great work on those and um, just a great way to keep supporting what we're doing at Heartland College Sports. So thank you guys for that. Thank you for being a part of it. Now let's continue with the show here. So just how good has the Big 12 been this season? Well, really, really, really good. No, I've got more analysis than that. Pete Mundo on Heartland College Sports Weekly. Part of heartlandcollegesports.com, your independent Big 12 digital media outlet. It is great to be with you as always. So here's the deal. ESPN does this SP Plus ranking. And what it does, what the SP Plus rankings are, is they're basically advanced analytic looks at where each conference is. In a single sentence, the SP Plus is a tempo and opponent-adjusted measure of college football efficiency. It was created back in 2008. And the stats have grown, they've made tweaks, and it's intended to be predictive and forward-facing. It's not a resume ranking that gives credit for big wins. Or brave scheduling. No good system is. It's simply a measure of the most sustainable and predictable aspects of college football. So they rank the conferences based on this SP plus rating that ESPN has been putting together for several years. And when you look at the conferences as a whole, 
Here's where they stand right now. The, e, the SEC is number one through four weeks with an SP plus average ranking of 13.7 per team. 13.7. Then, after that, the Big 12 with an average of 13.2. Think about that. 13.2. The SEC is 13.7 on this SP+. The Big 12 is 13.2. After that, the Big 10. And there's a massive drop to the Big 10. The Big 10 is 10.6. The Pac-12, 5.8. And the ACC, 4.0. It's the SEC, it's the Big 12, and then there's a big drop-off, a sizable drop-off to the Big 10, an even larger drop-off to the Pac-12, and then another drop-off to the ACC. And then you've got AAC, Sunbelt, Conference USA, Mountain West, and MAC. The Big 12 has clearly defined itself this season as the second-best conference in America and it's not close. Whether you want to use the eye test or you want to use uh, the advanced metrics. Now, I would make the case that the SEC actually has an easier schedule because there are at least a couple of walkovers in the SEC, right? You know, there's no Vanderbilt in the Big 12 this season. Think about that. There's, You know, I know Kansas has been that for a very long time, but there is no whatsoever there is no Vanderbilt this year in the Big 12. There is no Mississippi State, I would argue, in the Big 12. South Carolina looks like it's struggling. Missouri looks like it's going to be a mess. They don't have those teams in the Big 12 this year. Who's the worst team in the Big 12 right now? I mean, I gave you my power rankings last segment. I said it was Kansas. Excuse me, I said it was Texas. I'm so used to thinking it's Kansas. I had Kansas number one. Please, excuse me. I had Kansas number one. I had Texas number 10. But, you know, I had Oklahoma number nine. And I still think Oklahoma's going to end up playing for a Big 12 title. I'm going to stand by my preseason prediction. But, man, you look at this league, and it is incredibly difficult. There is no week off. There is no, hey, you know, we got Vanderbilt coming in this week, so can roll to a victory and rest the guys in the second half and the whole thing. That's not how it works anymore. So the Big 12 should be pumping its chest, should be bragging about this. Anybody who will listen, this show will talk about that, of course. And uh, we're not going to let it go. It's too important. We are not going to let it go. No way, no how. Not going to do it. Not a chance. Not here. We appreciate you all being on the show. Thanks for joining us. And, uh, Continuing to talk through what has been a great first month of the season for this conference. I'm Pete Mundo. HeartlandCollegeSports.com is, of course, how you find us as um, (laughs) we roll through another busy. I just can't believe there's a month in the books already. I can't. You know, I thought this was pretty interesting, and I wanted to share it with you. Uh, Chris Kleiman, you know, K-State is playing Texas Tech this weekend. One of the more underrated games in the Big 12. And the game's going to be on ESPN+. And, yeah, I think it's ridiculous that this game is on ESPN Plus because you know that if two SEC teams had just upset, let's say, Alabama and Georgia, like Texas Tech and K-State just did, beating the two Blue Bloods, Oklahoma and Texas, 
that game would not be on ESPN+. Plus. You know that they'd figure out a way to change that. But they didn't for whatever reason. So now the game's on ESPN+. Plus. Now the game's kicking off at 11 o'clock. And the reason it's kicking off at 11 o'clock is because that's when Chris Kleiman wanted the game to kick off, believe it or not. Yeah, here's the deal. I didn't know this, but if your game is on ESPN+, Plus, the home team gets to pick the kickoff time. And while a lot of fans don't like 11 a.m. kickoff times, players apparently love it because it gives them a free Saturday night during football season to do as they please, number one. And then for the coaching staff, guess what they get to do? They get to break down film that night. They get to get a head start on the next game. So the players like it because they don't have to spend the entire day in a team hotel before going to a stadium like you do with afternoon or night games. They wake up, they eat, they're off to the stadium, they play, they're done at, you know, 2.30, 3 o'clock, and they've got a full afternoon and night to themselves. And the coaching staff then gets a head start on the next week. So Chris Kleiman picked the 11 a.m. kickoff time. And if there's any benefit of ESPN+, Plus, I guess that's it. If you're the home team, you get to pick your kickoff time. I know it's not great for the fans who, you know, want to have a few pops before going into the game and want to tailgate and have fun and do the whole thing. 11 a.m. is tough for that, but come on. I mean, you know, get going, all right? Man up. Jeez. Let's go. Have a good time. Get going early if you have to. 8 o'clock, mimosas, baby. Let's go. But, uh, yeah, there you go. I learned something new every week, and I did not know that that's how it works. If your game's on ESPN+, Plus, the home team gets to pick the time. And Chris Kleiman said 11 a.m. That's what we're going to do. That's all the time we've got for this show. Thank you for being a part of it. Rate, review, subscribe. Get the free koozie when you send me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. And uh, be sure to also check out all the other team podcasts we've got. We don't have every team yet, but we've got uh, we've got Texas, Texas Tech, Kansas State, KU, our Bedlam podcast, OU Oklahoma State. So we've got a lot, and uh, we hope that you'll check them out. Just search Heartland College Sports wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll see our full lineup of shows. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. Enjoy the games as always, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care.